Here is another interpretation of Tzion b'mishpatipode v'shavea b'tzedaka, as is explained in the Rebbe's Maimam. It's based on the Metzudah's Davis Pshat, that Tzion b'mishpatipode is the opposite, as we said before. Tzion b'mishpatipode is a lower level of Jew than the Jew that b'shavea b'tzedaka. The word v'shavea, according to the second Pshat, is not those who are in captivity. Shavea comes from the word lashuv, to return. <clears throat> there are two types of Jews. There's a Jew is tziyon, he's definitely marked off tziyun, mitzuyonim, because he does terim mitzvahs. He's engaged and committed to uh, Hashem's service, but he still, he needs tipode, he needs to be redeemed. That means he needs to be extricated from a, a state of golos. And it's done by mishpat, with, with justice. Because he does Torah mitzvahs. But that means that this is a type of Jew that Golas does have an effect on him. His Torah mitzvahs is lacking the full excitement of his neshama. Because there's a darkness. In spite of the darkness, he still serves Hashem. But it's affecting him that he doesn't have the full excitement, the full experience of what Torah mitzvahs is. So that's the Jew that needs to be tipode, redeemed. He needs to be extricated from the state of Golas. Then there's the second category of Jew, who shoveho, he's merely returning from Golas. And he's done with Stucker. That means shoveho is the type of Jew that is not affected by Golas. He's in a place of Golas. He's in an environment which is dominated by Golas. But the person himself is totally unaffected by it. He stays completely separate from Golas. He lives in another universe. It's like an oasis within a world of Golas. It is an oasis of freedom, total spiritual freedom. That's the kind of Jew who is not of his tzaddikim. They're not affected by Golas. So they're merely returning. So returning and redemption are two very different definitions. To redeem someone is a much more aggressive term. You have to redeem them. You have to extricate them from a, from a negative situation. It means that they are being affected by the situation and they need to be pulled out of there. When you say returning, it's like returning. You know, somebody goes to another town and then comes back. The transition is not a very dramatic one. It's just like moving from one place to the other. <clears throat> so according to this interpretation, Tzion B'mishetipot is referring to a Jew who does Torah Mitzvahs, but is very much affected by the darkness of Golas. And then there's the other Jew, Shavel, he's merely returning from a place of Golas, but the Golas did not really get to him. But the question then is, why is it that the Jew who is affected by Golas, we say his redemption is B'mishpat, with justice. According to this chapter, we don't understand why does it say that the Jew who's on such a lofty level that he can be in a place of Golas and yet not totally unaffected by it, that for him the redemption, his returning from Golas, happens with stuckered through charity, gratuitously. That means undeserved. How could that be? Such a person deserves even more than infant redemption and returning from, from Golas. So the Rebbe explains it in a, in a remarkable way through Chassidus, through the, through the understanding of Chassidus, of the whole concept of Yeridus, they are reading Golas, why Jews had to descend into Golas. And we know that every descent in a spiritual world, whenever there is a decline, it's for an incline, it's for an ascent. 
that there should be a greater growth that comes as a result of that. Something even greater than it was before the descent. And this is all the concept of Choshech. That we say in that the, the advantage that comes from from Chesha, from darkness, from going into a situation of darkness, is that if we prevail over the darkness, then we end up coming back with a light which is incomparably, exponentially greater than the light we had before the darkness came. And in that, there's two levels. Um, and the Rebbe gives an analogy for that, for the Yerida of the Neshama in, in Guf. Just like the Yerida in Golos is very similar to the Yerida of every Neshama. When the Neshama comes down into the body, it's a very similar process. The Neshama in Gan Eden is fully exposed to Hashem and basks in Hashem's light and has no challenges to its relationship with Hashem. Then when it comes down into a Guf, it faces a lot of challenges. It faces the darkness of this world and all the trends in Olam Hazai, Gashmi, and the Guf, and the Nefshah Bamis. So it's inundated with a lot of, lot of trials and tribulations. And yet when the Shama ends up exercising its, its commitment, despite of the challenges, the Neshama discovers uh, the power, the extent of the power of its commitment to Hashem, that it's much more than it ever realized. Because in Gan Eden, its commitment was natural. The whole environment called, was susceptible for this. That's what's conducive, only serving Hashem. What else, what else is there? But when there are challenges and there are obstacles on the way, and the Neshama nevertheless prevails and shows its commitment despite of the challenges, that shows that the commitment of the Neshama is far greater than was evident when he was in Gan Eden. The Neshama reveals strength behind its commitment that is totally unparalleled, unrivaled to, this, to the commitment it had in Gan Eden. So that's one advantage that the Neshama gains from coming down into the world. That the Neshama itself discovers an increased power and strength in its commitment to Hashem. <clears throat> but here that means that the Yisra Na'ir is al When we say that Shlomo Melech says that there is an advantage of light that comes from darkness. What does he mean from darkness? Through darkness. When you face challenges of darkness, it helps you discover within yourself greater strength that you ever realized you had. <clears throat> but then there's a deeper pshat echsidus. Yisrenoir is minachoshech. That the light um, that, that is increased, the increased and added quality of light comes when the light comes from choshech itself. And that is the purpose of the Neshama coming down in the world, not only discovering its own increased strength in its commitment to Hashem, that despite of the challenges it serves Hashem, but another, a whole other accomplishment that the Neshama uh, um, is able to achieve when it comes down into the world is to transform even the body, the physical body, and the Nefesh Abamis, this coarse, materialistic Nefesh Abamis, to transform them into a vehicle, into accessory to Kedusha. And moreover, to change the world around you, the, all the um, accessory uh, of material things that we use in our daily lives become also transformed into instruments to serve Hashem. So that is an added... Um, that, that, that means taking darkness itself and making darkness itself shine. 
And that is a whole unique type of light because the only way we can accomplish that, to take something which is the opposite of light and, and have light emerge from that darkness, from darkness itself, is only through the power of Hashem Himself, the Etzem, Atzmus, who is not confined to any definition. He's not even confined to the definition of light and darkness. He's above both. And to Him, light and darkness are the same. So the only with the power of Atzmus, the Hashem's essence, can we actually transform that darkness itself will become a source of light. And that's why that light is a very unique light because it's not an ordinary light. It's a light that comes from Hashem's essence. And that is accomplished through the transformation of dark elements in this world, like the Guf and Afshabamis and the Chal Kashabayilam, all the things in the world that we come in contact with. That is the, so that is the uniqueness of the Yerida of the Neshama Lamata. So these two things. One is that the Neshama discovers its own unique strengths that it didn't have when it was in Gan Eden. And secondly, that it's able to now harness a type of light that is so unique because it, that it comes from darkness itself. That is totally unparalleled to anything the Shem had experienced in Gan Eden. That darkness itself to harness and to find the deeper light, unique light that comes from Atzmus Mamesh that is embedded and buried deep into the annals of evil and Achoyshech that is unique with the Neshama, that is something unique to the Neshama's accomplishment here on earth. <clears throat> Same thing it is with the Yerida Neshama, it's also with the Yerida in Golos. This is an analogy for Golos, just like Golos is the same thing. When Jews go down into Golos, the purpose of going down into Golos is to get an Aliyah, that we should reach a higher level um, in our connection to Hashem as a whole and also the world. The world achieves a greater connection. So. In that, there's two levels. One is that when a Yidin go down into Golos, and in spite of the, the, the trials and tribulations they experience in Golos, they stay connected to Hashem through Torah Mitzvahs, they, they discover a greater power, a greater strength in, 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 their own, in, their own, in their own ability to connect with Hashem, more than what they had in the Zman Abayis, in the Zman of the Mesamikdash. That even in Go- that in Golas, despite the darkness, they, they stay so connected, they learn to and they do mitzvahs, that shows a much greater level of strength than they had in Zmana Mikdash. But then there is another concept, that the goof that's in Golas, and the goof is in Golas, and, and the neshama, as the Rebbe said, is Bemis not in Golas. So in essence, every Jew has two parts to him. There's the goof, which is susceptible to Golas, and there's the neshama, which is not susceptible to Golas. The neshama never went into Golas, as the previous rabbi said. And this is Veshavero. So those two things we said before about Tzion, B'mishpah, Tibor, Veshavero, B'zokhet. One is referring to a Jew who does Tzion, mitzvahs, but is affected by Golas. And the other one is a Jew that's not affected by Golas. These are actually two things in, in every person. There's the neshama and the goof. The goof of the Jew is clearly affected by Golas and struggles with the Golas. The neshama stays beyond Golas. It's unaffected by it. So when the Neguf, however, the Guf does go down into Golos and the the real Aliyah that the Jew gets from going into Golos is to discover the unique light potential that lies in the Guf itself. That the Guf itself can struggle against the forces of Golos and still prevail over them and stay on course with the Mitzvahs. 
And that's a mile that only the Gufki is able to do. The Shama is not affected by Golas. So it doesn't have the ability to take darkness and make it into light. Only the Guf and through the Guf can we accomplish that unique type of light which emanates from Atmos itself. And that's the advantage of the Guf of the Neshama. That the Guf has the ability to rise even higher than the Neshama. As it says in Chesidus, that when Mashiach comes, the Neshama will benefit from the Guf. The Guf will discover a unique type of relationship with Hashem that is totally unparalleled by the, by, by the Neshama. And then the Neshama will also gain from it. And now we'll understand the Pasuk. The Neshama will get from the Guf its unique contribution that the Guf, only the Guf can give. The Guf has its unique ability to, to reveal a level of godliness that the Neshama is not capable of. As it says in Chesidus in many places, Hashem, you pull me, the Neshama cries out to Hashem, pull me to you. And then, Achecha, when you take me out of Golas, the Neshama, I promise you that I will work on the Nefesh Abamis. And Achecha, no, so we will run. I will make sure that the Nefesh Abamis runs with me and is transformed and becomes an ally, an, ex- an accessory to, 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 to Kedusha. And then, no, so the contribution the Nefesh Abamis will then give to the Neshama that uh, the rush towards Hashem is with greater power and energy, like an animal, a Nefesh Abamis. Everything it does, it does with great energy, with great impulse. So the, the, the advantage that the Neshama gets from transforming the Nefesh is that it gains an added energy to its journey in its connection with Hashem. So that's the uniqueness of the, of the, of the goof going down into Golas and yet and being affected deeply by the Golas, but yet prevailing over it, it gains an aliyah which is even greater than the aliyah of the Neshama. And then the Shami is coming as if begging from the goof, getting the, the, the advantage of the goof, also that the Neshama would get that extra level of bittle that the goof has with Hashem, so the Neshama would also get that from the goof. Now we understand the Pesach, Tzion is the Jew who is affected by Golas. But the Rebbe says it's not only a type of Jew, it's a, it's a certain category of Jew, it's talking about every Jew. The goof is called Tzion because the goof is definitely doing Torah mitzvahs. You put on tefillin on your goof, you put on talas on your goof. You do with your body Torah mitzvahs. But the goof is still struggling. The goof is very much affected by Elam Haza and by Yitzhahara. And it wants to do other things, but it struggles with it and prevails. So that needs to be redeemed because it's really in Golas. Beshaveha, the returning, those who are only merely returning, they don't need to be redeemed. That's the neshama of every Jew. It is not affected by Golas. <clears throat> and we say that Tzio in the goof is b'mishpat with justice because the goof went down into Golas and struggled with the Golas and the Yeri, had the MSA Yerida the true Yerida in Golas so that's why Dafke the goof is, is, is b'mishpat is justified that it should have redemption in the Aliyah that the goof deserves to have because it struggled with the Golas and did Torah Mitzvah despite of the difficulties and the challenges of the Shaveha, which is the Neshama, which is not really affected by Golas, that's Bitzdaka. The fact that the Neshama will also merit to benefit, that says the Neshama will be Nehenem in a goof. It will be able to benefit from the goof's unique Aliyah because of its struggles, which the Neshama didn't have, but it will be able to benefit also from the goof's Aliyah. That's Bitzdaka. That's undeserved for the Neshama because the Neshama didn't go down into Golas like that. And that's the meaning, Tzion, according to this pshat. Tzion, Bebishapada, is the goof. 
it will be redeemed. It needs to be redeemed because it is definitely affected by Golas, but it is with justice because it suffered the challenges and prevailed over them, whereas the Neshama didn't have those challenges. So nevertheless, it will get and benefit from the Guf's unique light, but only bit stuck home.